Hey guys, welcome to our last and final episode of our Wasteland podcast. Woo-hoo. I'm Mary. I'm Danny. I'm Miguel. And I'm Crystal. <laughs> you good there, Miguel? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> This guys, this isn't the Wasteland podcast. This is because it's not racist. Oh, I apologize. But we are talking about the Wasteland, though. In fact, our all of our episodes, if you tuned in so far, which hopefully you have, have been about T.S. Eliot's The Wasteland. And we've dived into it, and I think we've, we've made a connection. We've all got really deep with each other and really analyzed this poem. So I think now we need to think about what are our final thoughts? What do you guys think? I thought... Okay, I'm not a big fan of poems, personally, and it was very, very long. How long is it? Like, eight pages? It's pretty long, but I thought it was pretty good. Once I finally understood it, and I got really interested, especially the death by water section. That one was, personally, my favorite, because mm. death, you know. <laughs> you know. Danny, how do you feel? I, personally... Okay, when I first opened the document and saw what we were analyzing, I was not excited. Not even a little bit excited. But I started looking at it as more of like a, a story rather than one really, really long poem. And I really liked how T.S. Eliot knew he was writing a lot. He knew he was being wordy. So he broke it up into little parts. And that makes it really a lot more digestible. And you take each of these parts as their own. And then at the end, it's kind of like how he helps us do it in part five but you put those all together and see how they actually really do connect. And so um, instead of like taking it as like one long thing, you break it up, you get the individual meanings. And I I really do think that I have a a good, comfortable understanding of what happened. Oh, um, no, Miguel, did you want to go? Sure. All right, all right. No, yeah, I guess when, we opened up this poem, I was kind of just daunted by how long it was, because I usually have um, difficulty, like, analyzing, really, like, usually, like, if the poem is long and then, like, five stanzas, I usually get lost in a lot of what they're trying to say, because it is a lot, and this isn't to say that Elliot doesn't say a lot. He says a lot, and he references a lot, and there's just a lot of information to digest, just so you can get, like, a full, like, roundabout understanding he did put a lot into this poem, but you could get a lot from even just like seeing what you can see. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to know all the references. You don't know how to, of course it helps to formulate his, like his idea, his image. But I think even just like surface area knowledge and just being able to follow along what Elliot is trying to get across. I think it is actually a really nice poem. I really like the message that he had especially considering the time setting he was writing this in i feel like it was very much needed no yeah um i was actually really excited i personally love poems if honestly i was almost disappointed in myself because i found myself really struggling to really digest and analyze this poem because i wanted to understand so i wanted to really like get the message that Elliot was trying to send, but I found myself having to backtrack over. And even now, I feel like I could dive into this poem all over again and analyze it from the very beginning and find 200 new things that I didn't get when I first analyzed it. And I feel like this is why this poem stands the test of time. 
Uh, I think that's why it is so important and we learn it within our high schools. And it's something that teachers and educators are wanting to show us because it obviously has an important message, a message that can apply now to so many different scenarios, which is why I personally really liked it. I just, a funny thing, I just wish I could have understood it even better, which anyone can. I just might go back and read it after this and see if I can find out something else I learned. You never know. But I feel like the most important thing is the message Elliot was trying to send. And although this message can be interpreted in so many different ways, I think overall his message is to not be afraid to look at things in a different perspective. Because if something isn't working now, it probably won't look, work even later. But um, what do you guys think? I completely agree with what you're saying about it standing the test of time. I was thinking the same exact thing, that this poem is absolutely timeless. And the same thing that you said, like, if I looked at this all over again, there's so much stuff, like, packed into the I knew every single time. Um, are there any things, like, any, I guess, idea of why you think this text itself or like this poem is like analyzed at our school, like why exactly it's important. For me, the importance of this poem really stands in its time period. That's why I think, because obviously if he was just talking about a wasteland and it was just like, it was normal. Like if you don't get the, I feel like the historical context or like what, what the time period it was that Elliot wrote this, it doesn't really register why he's feeling this way or what he's trying to describe. But if you look back and look at the events of um, of like the 1920s and it's post-World One War, like post-World War One world, um, all these wastelands he's describing and all the sadness and sorrow, despair, apathy, and even this resolution that he feels like humanity needs after, I think it hits a lot harder and that's why I think it is important to know about this poem and understand what Elliot was trying to say. Along with that, I also think it's very useful within schools, especially at our age, because it helps students learn how to analyze a lot better because there's so much that you find. It's not like you go one stanza, you find one thing like illusion. You go to one stanza, you can find another illusion. Like no matter every single line, you're going to find something new and you don't have to go through and find all of it on the first run. So I think it gives students a lot of good practice on how they can go in and they can analyze it and they can interpret it their own way. Like Elliot was trying to get his point across of, you know, like trying uh, not to be afraid to look at things from a different perspective. And it helps students do that as well. And I thought that was pretty cool. It kind of ties in, you know. No, definitely looking at it like Miguel was touching on the historical concept and aspect of it. If you think of World War One in general, World War One was definitely something that was really depressing and it was pre-World War One. And I think it's really funny how it not post, sorry, post World War One. My bad. And I think it's really interesting because I think Elliot was trying to send the message of looks look what happens. Like look what happened with this war that was supposed to solve so many problems, a war that we thought would fix issues and fix all the things that we were arguing about that would cause that caused this war. And in the end, it just ended in suffering. And I think he was trying to say, hey, let's not do this again. Oh, instead of yeah. instead of fighting with war, let's try to do something else. Yeah, back to the idea of the cautionary tale kind of thing. Even <laughs> though it didn't work out because, you know, World War II happened. Yeah. But besides the point, thank you guys so much for joining us for this journey. We really hope you guys enjoyed 
And we really hope you guys can write down what you think this poem really means to you guys and what how you guys liked it or not. We hope you've learned something new. Exactly. All right. I was Mary. I'm Danny. I'm Miguel. I'm Crystal. And this is our goodbye. Bye, guys.